Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream. This is AfterBuzz TV for American Horror Story. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest American Horror Story news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's AfterBuzz TV for American Horror Story! <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to AfterBuzz TV for American Horror Story, Season 1, Episode 9, Spooky Little Girl. We have got a full house tonight. As always, I'm your host, Billy Nellis, joined by David Schifoletti. Hello. Deidre Bahar. And a newcomer with us tonight, Sydney DeBear. And on the couch, our very lovely special guest, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> yes, Miley's here. Stephanie Chaplick. All right, so let's get in to Spooky Little Girl because there was a spooky lot. Spooky Little Girl. There was a lot this week. It wasn't as scary as we've seen in the past couple of weeks, but it w- there was some really great reveals. Yes. Yeah. Good, solid, dramatic week. moments. A lot of yeah. info. Yeah. It was a it was a great transition episode. I think mm-hmm. moving us into the end game of the final episodes of the season. You're waiting to say something. Don't say that. I am, because (laughs) I, you know, I enjoyed the episode a lot. I always love this show. I think it's fantastic. I think it's cinematically beautiful, and I think the writing is fantastic. I just think that the introduction of another character, like the Black Dahlia, who's as iconic as the Black Dahlia, was unnecessary for this episode. Okay. Yeah, I can agree on that. I I mean, I kind of liked it. I thought it added something to it. And I liked that, okay, they're basically saying that the murderer was the, you know, the original owner of the house, the doctor, which is fine with me because they weren't trying to rewrite history, at least, because that's a fictional character. But I agree, it just, she came and went, and is that the end of her, or is it a recurring role? Was she actually necessary to move the story forward, is what I'm saying. but I don't think they put her in there because she's, quote, necessary. I think it's entertainment value. Well, for sure, but every other character that we've been introduced to has been necessary to move the story forward. I mean, I just love that, like you said before, you think it's cinematically shot so mm-hmm. well. I think that bringing in the Black Dahlia brought that whole element of old Hollywood, even the music that they played in the opening scene. I- I'm just so hooked. The sex in the city shot of shoes <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it added a cool element to the show. Whether or not it was necessary, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Right, and I think that it was kind of cool that they've been positioning that this house, you know, in the world of American Horror Story, this is like the central of real crime in in Los Angeles and they sort of by bringing in a real life murder mystery and making it be a part of the history of this house because the the Black Dolly case is so 
unsolved and there's so many different answers to that story and no one really knows that I think it kind of grounded it in a reality of Los Angeles, which I think was kind of cool that they were sort of positioning it as not like not completely fiction and they'd wanted it to ground it a little more. All right. Which I thought right. was interesting. I'll give you that. And on an unrelated note, awesome to see Mina Suvari. I haven't seen her in, in quite a while and she, she has so much acting chops. I'm sorry. <laughs> to play a role like that, she had to be seductive. She had to be sort of creepy. Um, I, I think she did such a wonderful job playing that role. Her face was so perfect for that role. Yeah. yeah. Everyone that they bring into the show, every guest star has brought a surprising element that I don't think that we've ever expected from them. Like watching Eric Stone Street come into the show for his episode and do what he did. Mm-hmm. They've consistently brought these guest stars in who have done something that I think shocked and surprised in a good way, Completely. the audience. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're watching. used to Eric Stone Street on Modern Family. I know Mina Suvari mainly from American, American Pie. Pie. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So to to see her play a role like that, you know, Eric Stone Street's a good example of a character who literally did nothing for the show. He was just Ben's patient. Well, but he was Ben's patient. Oh, and you think the Black Dolly is just completely in out of left field? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into it. I want to start tonight talking about Constance and her. Boy toy Lava. love, her man dog chi- walker, her man child. <laughs> dog walker extraordinaire Travis. Um, Why do they call him jailbait? I call him jailbait because I, she's like eighty online. years old. I'm sorry, but he looks he looks to me like he's 25, okay, uh, if well, not older, but yeah. still. But he's not of appropriate age for, age her. for her. I understand, but then um, when he was hooking up with. Um, Hayden. Hayden, Hayden. She said something like, "Are your parents?" Didn't she? Allude? She said, "Is your mom gonna get mad?" I think. Just oh, but alluding to, to Constance. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because at first, when I was watching it, I was like, "Did he sneak out of his mom and dad's <laughs> house to go hook <laughs> up?" No, no. She was okay. referring to how much older Constance yeah. is than he. Okay. So glad we settled that. That was good. <laughs> but so Constance was going through a lot this week. We, you know, she's still reeling from the loss of Addie. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the first scene with her, we see she's just drunk and she's painting in her kitchen and she's really sort of... I love that she got wasted <laughs> and it's just kind of like watercolor in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> so artistic of her. Yeah. I mean, that's all I ever want to do. Right. Get wasted in your kitchen and channel your inner Van Gogh? Yes. Okay. Right. <laughs> and she, she has this scene with Travis where she's, you know, still really... We got to see how little time has passed from, from Addie and how... She's not over it yet, um, and how she's still processing this, that she's lost yet another child, that yet another one of these things that she holds so dear has been taken from her. Um, and again, another child who she lost out of her control. Right. Right. Yeah. And so she has this great fight with him, um, and I love that he's, he was just like, it seems this occurs often when he says, I hate when you drink, and, mm-hmm. um, and she... Well, I mean, clearly Constance is 
not the nicest person in the world, and then drinking just makes it a <laughs> thousand times it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It just lets her let go yeah. completely of what any social grace she has yeah. out the window completely. Completely. And so she sends him on his way to go get cigarettes. A carton of and, cigarettes and, from the Koreans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And to walk in the dog. In her words, that not mine. Word. Yeah. Go walk down to the Koreans and give me a carton of cigarettes. And great, great Jessica Lange impression. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was really, really yeah. impressive. Quality. If they ever need someone for ADR, yeah, hire David cool. Cicoletti. I'm free all the time. Um, <laughs> free all the time. <laughs> but so she sends him. What I thought was so weird about the scene, she sends him on a walk with that dog, and then we never saw the dog. Yeah, and when he's like so having sex with Hayden that. afterwards, and like, where did the dog go? Well, like, we never saw the dog in the house. Right. We never saw him actually walking the dog. Yeah. They kept well, that well, shot Hayden, like above. Well, no, Hayden made reference to it. Well, yeah, she made reference. Everyone to made where reference the hell to it. Was and, the no, dog. no, the dog was there. You saw it when he was talking to Hayden in the little corner. Did you? Did I imagine? Like, I think you imagine that. I remember hearing. I'm pretty sure there wasn't a dog because what, no, what kind of dog, dog was it? There was right. a dog. It was like a little dog. Oh, oh, it was a dachshund. Yes, it was and, a little and dog. We saw what? it for a second when he was walking on the sidewalk. Yeah, and right. then I. Yeah, you're not crazy. I was <laughs> like, oh my god, I it's turning it you too. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna send me the loony bin. <laughs> no, no, there was the dog, but I don't know what happened to it when they were having sex. Yeah, I don't know where this dog went. And because all I remembered hearing, I heard like the collar jangle, but that was all that I heard. I don't ever. I remember actually seeing <laughs> photographic were, evidence of the dog. You were completely tuned out to the dog. Maybe David just doesn't right. like dogs. Do you not? I love dogs. Okay. Don't put that out but into the ether. <laughs> regardless, it was still odd that the dog was yeah. hiding But they didn't or reference where it went. What or, it did yeah. for that, whatever, 25-minute romp in the hay. 45. And they're so it was 45. young. It was supposed to be a 15-minute excursion. That took, took 45. 45. So, so it was a half an 30. hour of sex. We're going to oh. do some math right oh. there. Why would it be 30? <laughs> he lives next door. 45 minutes. But it was supposed to be a 15-minute walk. Plus, yeah, that turned into 45 minutes. So, therefore, there's so minus the 40 minus walk. 15. No, I under I get the math. <laughs> it was the 30 minutes that he had sex on top of the 15 minute walk that okay. took 45 minutes All right, altogether. I mean, oh, yeah, because he, right. he actually did get the cigarettes. Yeah. Okay. Math, let's, obviously not David Skipley's strong suit. Let's never Remember talk about we this had again. this conversation in my can SAT you, scores. Can yeah. you talk about Hayden's first time having sex with an alive man? Well, yeah, let's. Let's. Thank you. I was trying to help you transition. <laughs> <laughs> well, she... So she <laughs> Demon baby. <laughs> she and Travis have sex. Yeah. And she... I Basically mean, used him. Right. Well, yeah. To find out. To find if, out if she could. Right, right, right. If it was possible. And I guess, she's apparently extra horny now that she's dead. Right. We saw right. The, yeah. was the last week, the week before, when she Who said that... Who did she have sex with in the basement? Him and then she tried to. No, have no, 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 not this week. week. She oh, had sex it? with Constance's husband and then stopped. That was in right. a bed, though. But she did have sex with someone in the Ooh. basement. No, she tried to have sex with, with Tate, Tate, but okay. he didn't do it. Right, okay, right, yeah. right, right. And that's when she said, she, "Why is being dead making me so making horny? Me so horny." But weren't they mutually using each other? He was obviously pissed about getting into a fight with Constance, who he cares about, so he right. just used yeah. her as the revenge. Completely. And it apparently made him realize that he, he liked really Constance. loves Constance right. and wants to. Have her baby. Have her baby. Right, and Constance is on this this kick because as we see this week, she finds out through Moira that Tate has in fact... I knew he was the rubber man. <laughs> I knew it. You get credit for that. Tate has in fact impregnated Vivian, Vivian partially. 
Partially. <laughs> the weirdest. One baby. Well, let's I go ahead right. and let's go ahead and allude back to I believe the episode that David Billy and I did about three weeks ago. And David Scafaletti, I don't, this. I don't like admitting when he's right, but he did <laughs> allude to that mysterious um, I forget one what in it's a million, called, one in a million chance where you can actually be pregnant with twins, but they both have different fathers. Right. And can I tell you where I learned that? Uh, Grey's Maury Anatomy. Povich. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not Maury Povich. That's, that's, that's what my sister said. She's like, yeah, yeah. it happened on Grey's Anatomy. Yep. Like, oh. Did it really? I don't remember. Yeah. So it that's was a different it. discussion. And a woman had, a black woman had a white child and a black baby. Mm. Well, who were twins. Drama. Drama. But okay, are they considered twins? They are no. considered twins. Fraternal. They're, they're just fraternal, fraternal twins. Okay. But they'd be like, yeah. I feel like they're like half they're, brothers. They're, yeah, yeah. They're half, well, they think. have the same mother. Right, but they don't that's share what, this. That's what a half brother is. Oh, they wait, wait. Just have different just fathers and the same mother. Right. That's where it gets but confusing. Because well, twins have I to have like. Twins. Twins. I don't they think they can be twins. They have to come from the same egg and split. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah, that's what identical that's, twins yes. are. Identical twins, okay. but fraternal twins are separate eggs. Okay, so they're fraternal twins and half Half twins. And they're, they're, they're half twins. They're half twins. Yeah. But I think that would even pre- I feel twins. like that would even preclude them from being fraternal twins because a twin still has to have a replicate DNA. Right. So and they would be I these wouldn't. Did they we would ever just, did we ever determine if fraternal twins have the same DNA? We they know. would because they're from the same father and mother. They would, just yeah. there would just be like genetic differences in their looks because that's all that changes. But, I, but <laughs> yeah, and their sex. But sisters sisters have the, mean, same, have father the same father and mother. And you have the same. Your genetic makeup, you get the same markers from your parents. But everybody has individual DNA. That's why you have fingerprints. This is like blowing my mind. Well, fingerprints aren't your DNA. I don't have fingerprints. (laughs) I know, but I'm saying, doesn't every person who's not an identical twin have some sort of a unique identification? Look it up. Yeah, Chappie, We'll look it up. We'll get back to Uh, it. Chappie's about to kill herself. I'm like, I don't even know what's going on right now. Like, how did we get onto this? Okay, (laughs) enough biology class. Regardless, Constance wants one of the babies. Because one of them's Tate's. Yeah, right. so she's the grandmother, so I, she wants okay, to take Okay, lo it. and behold, everybody wants the freaking baby. Yeah. Everyone's out for babies. That's why Tate did it, was because of that, and that's why he killed those But he did guys. it. he did it for the... Tate did it for Nora. For Nora. Tate did not do it that's, for Constance. Okay, so that's what I'm asking. This is my question. Because he hates her. So Tate wants to give Nora a, a baby. baby. So everybody that's moved in, he's tried to, in the rubber man outfit... Hook up with them. Hook up with or, them. Or make sure no. that a baby no. comes in, because that's why he killed the boys. The rubber, man, the rubber man outfit did not came, come into play until the, Chad bought right. the rubber man yeah. outfit. Okay. And... Uh, Tate killed Chad and Patrick because they gave up their their wanting to have a baby. Oh, yeah. And so he couldn't get that baby for Nora, and that's why they weren't necessary anymore, and that's why he killed them. I have a so question. why does he want to give Nora a baby? And Because as he and Moira have a conversation last week, she says at the very end of the episode, what is with you wanting to... She, he, it's something that he wants to please the women of this house. Okay. And that's what he's doing. He wants because to it seems Nora. like a lot of the women whom have passed in the house have they can't seem to process the fact except for Hayden that they have passed. Okay. As we saw as He's evidenced the only one. with um the black Dahlia, she has no idea what happened to yeah. her. Nora, Nora has no yeah. idea what happened to her. <laughs> right. And there were so many misdoings for women mm-hmm. in the home to begin with from its conception. And I think it also plays on some larger issues between Tate and Constance that I think are still left to be answered. Right. We don't know why uh, they yes. have such a strange relationship. We don't. And we're going to find out soon. Yeah. I know that. And I think that that he wants to please these other women because of what's happened between him and Constance. Right. But so Constance 
So has he this, has mommy issues. Completely. Okay. <laughs> but so Constance has this conversation with Travis where she now wants to have this kid with him and Travis freaks out like a 25-year-old should would and should with yeah. their octogenarian oh, girlfriend about we're I would just going to give him that image. Got it. By the Wasn't way, sure casual casual thrown in of octogenarian. Yeah. Did I hear? I, ca- I caught it. I, I was like I, I was looking it. around for anyone yeah. else to join in. <laughs> Wait, who said octogenarian? I did. She's one. not though. She's not 80, but I just threw that up. There. Oh my god, I awesome was word. like focusing on this tablet thing. Okay. That's also why you didn't notice the dog. Yeah. I was writing. Yeah, probably. Um, question. That Answer. thing upstairs, I mean, it's a Excuse person. me, Bo. Bo. My favorite character on the show. <laughs> is, that, is that Constance's yes. son? Yes. That was her, that's, her baby That's the as well. third of Three the fourth. of four. So, that's have, been we haven't so pretty met. Much, okay, so we haven't, we haven't met, met the fourth. Pretty much Tate's like the only one no, who... No. Okay. Well, she said earlier on, as we've discussed before, that she had four children and only one of them... Came, was the picture was of physical perfection, okay. but he was messed up inside. And she's talk- right. she was talking. She was referring about to Tate. 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 Okay, got it. So we met Addie yeah. and Bo, who obviously had their physical issues. So is mm-hmm. Bo dead? Bo is dead. Yeah, okay. Larry killed Bo, and now Bo is a ghost. Oh in the yeah, house. Okay. Bo, oh, I remember Larry that. smothered okay. him for Constance. Bo oh, is yeah. a fox, so leave him alone. Okay. <laughs> I- didn't say anything okay. about that. <laughs> All right. No one said, no take one, your aggression. No one was hating on Bo. Just was asking okay. some questions. So Travis balks at this idea. Balks. Nice one. I know. You were so good with the yeah. words. Mm-hmm. Keep going. It's and finals week for Billy, everybody. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's been studying. With my SATs. Yeah. Um, so he he has wants something to do with this. He wants to be his career. He wants to be, I guess, a model. She talks about, oh, you want to be Times 25 Square. feet up in Times Square. Mm-hmm. And, and he she dismisses this, that that's not what's important anymore. And I can give you a family. I can give you a community. I can give you all this that's really important. And trust me, I've been there, blah, blah, blah. She's correct. And he, you know, is, wants his dreams to be realized. And so he runs out and he's like, I don't want to do this. And he tries to hit her and she warns him that the last person who ever raised a hand to her met a very grisly and untimely end. <laughs> was shot <laughs> say three the times in the chest. Yeah. Um, and so he leaves. And we see him again in bed with Hayden. And this is when Hayden helps him realize that he actually does love through hate sex and wants he's gotten his anger out (laughs) and has sort of gotten over it and (laughs) Hayden has as we saw and we'll talk about later was spurned by Ben at this point and finally realizes that she has nothing with him anymore that it's done and he this is the second time in the span of an hour that Hayden is being turned away because mm-hmm. Travis is walking away from her too and realizing that he wants to go back to Constance and Hayden like she said to Ben can I can I just have a hug mm-hmm. and Travis of course goes in and and is made he a ghost his demise. <laughs> that's what that's what I thought she was going to do to Ben I thought she was going to kill him she was like, I. can I, I just she, have a hug yeah because she, she asked him for too the much. creepiest hug ever yeah I just something about her being like can I have a hug I knew she was going to kill someone yeah, I think that I think crazy, that she. Crazy. We'll talk about it when we get to Hayden, but I think she was thinking about whether she should kill Ben or not at that mm-hmm. moment, and I think she was. She was deciding. She was debating, mm-hmm. but so we see immediately after being stabbed to death, Ghost Travis appears and he right away upon he goes, his dead body. Well, I guess Constance was right. I'd never be famous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving your reenactions tonight. Thank you. Yeah, you practiced last night. I did. I did. I so did he just sort of? Did he just sort of say that rhetorically? It's not like Constance can see the future. 
Yeah. No, he was I just saying because so. now he's yeah. dead. So right. Never yeah. be famous. Okay. Yeah. But you, I just never know when they're going to throw me for a loop. Like all of a sudden, Constance. No, can I think it was more predict. just like, it was yeah. funny. Okay. Like, yeah. It was really. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. Just like a it was really gallows humor there. Yeah. Like real dark humor. Yes. Like, oh, I'm dead now. So yeah. she was right. Guess I'll never make it to Times Square. And then the Black Dahlia comes in and says, no. You can be the you most famous be. person alive. <laughs> yeah. Just like she realized like the episode that she was able to become and really a tragic story about this woman. Uh, th- th- who, there's a difference between fame and infamy. Correct. Yeah. Right. Thank you for pointing that out. You're which welcome. I think, <laughs> which I think is the tragedy of the story. Exactly. Yes. Right. Um, and so he is rendered a corpse and dismissed of. His body is... Well, they, they had the doctor... To the a original pull doctor black, pull a black dahlia yeah. on him yeah, yeah. right as we saw earlier in the episode that yeah. he according to the American Horror Story lore is yeah. responsible for the black dahlia and he did the same thing it's for portability mm-hmm. right portability. portability here's my question I and to make them sworn, happy I just hear a doorbell yeah I did too I could have sworn that. Creepy. Um, oh my god, the black dahlia is here. <laughs> yeah, um, I could have sworn that the black dahlia, when the woman was pushing her child in the stroller and looked, mm-hmm. that that was the front yard of the house. It, I watched it again. Uh, it no. looked, that it was, was waterfront. Some... It was waterfront okay. property because okay. you could see the ocean. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So... It was an empty lot. Yeah, it was just some. Okay. Oh, because yeah, I was going to yeah. say the real body was found in a random field. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Okay. Same and that was what they were trying to replicate okay. with mm-hmm. the lot. Yeah. For some reason, gonna... I did a lot of imagining <laughs> myself. Apparently, last night. You're a creative you're watcher. You're a creative watcher. Yeah, but so that's okay. And I loved how Hayden when they're trying to figure out who can get the body off because clearly she says, "Okay, Casper, how we how we can cut him up, but what are we going to do?" with him and um, she says I have someone who owes me a favor I knew it was going to be him and as yeah. we see, I had no idea I was like who the hell owes her a favor <laughs> the, the, one, the one who killed her yeah. right he owes her the ultimate the, the, the one who smacked her in the face with a shovel yeah. well I don't see that as owing her anything <laughs> Like, you are dead, Hayden. Nobody owes you crap. <laughs> Deal with Not it. Not after her behavior. She just continually reminds me of why I dislike her I, so much. Right, Hate exactly. Her. Get yeah, over I yourself. Know. She's kind of funny. Like, she's yeah, so I'm annoying and there. scary. No, she is so Oh, annoying. she's crazy. I wrote down Hayden's nutso, but like, <laughs> but no. she's funny. It's just yeah, funny because... She's uh, enjoying to as like a, a viewer to watch, but she's like... The ultimate psychopath. Yeah, yeah and of she's course. the only one who like really seems to understand what's going on. With yeah, ghost aspect of it. I love, how she, I love it. how she tells it like it is, and just like walks up to people and says, like, hey, "This is how it's no. going to go down." Yeah. yeah. I, do I like loved that about her. I did really appreciate the flashback of the first time they met in the bar, clearly after well, she needed some tutoring. The first apparently. time she seduced. Although Ben was so embarrassing. He, I would have been yeah. like, no. Yeah. Ben had no game. No, no offense. Ben had no game in that well, bar. I mean, he shouldn't because he's married. <laughs> right. But right. He doesn't, so. Well, let's get into Ben and his game because yeah. this week, this <laughs> week was really about sort of the three, like a trio of temptation yeah. for Ben and his game within so the house this week. I'm um, so proud of him for resisting. He said no. Oh. Yeah, he's finally. Well, I mean, I guess oh. I'm not really proud of him because oh. anyone should do that. Well, but right. true. But Ben but is he, on my hit like list a, right now. He's like a sex addict, correct? He, Can we assume that? By yes. definition, Someone I think called they said, him Ryan a Murphy sex called addict. him a sex addict. Yes. Okay, so he's a sex addict, and he and there are two girls like fondling each other in yeah, front of he, him, and he was two like, beautiful girls. Yeah. Getting and, all and he said, no, so we them. can be a little proud of him. We can throw him a bone, right? And like, yeah. no, of course. But this this episode was really about. There was some growth for Ben, as we saw towards the very end. I mean, th- three quarters of this episode, he was a raging asshole. Yeah. And then, the, like, the very, oh my God. The very end. Redeeming I, moments. I think the scene 
where he went and visited Vivian in the was hospital ward. Brutally cruel. Done. He's literally forever on my hate list. I'm sorry. That was so, that was horrendous. You, you have the audacity to accuse your wife when you don't have any evidence whatsoever that she was potentially cheating. Other than your psycho um, girlfriend who's obsessed with you. Yeah, well, or I the mean, fact that she's pregnant with someone else's child. Yes, but... But she's also claimed she, to him that she was raped. Yes, yes. okay. And he completely like, ignored fair, it, had her committed, okay, without looking into this, she then goes and says... Says, the last thing I'm going to do in my entire life is help you get out of here. Th- wrote, but ben also off. this is the thing: if it were I'm just, sorry. if it was just Vivian that had cheated, okay, maybe he's that mad. But for him to be a cheater first, and that you know, and then well, one hundred percent complete hypocrisy, right? But, to- but what he said to her, which there's a little bit of understanding, is he was angry not at the cheating, but at her hypocrisy. Yeah, yeah because he believed like that she was a cheater. But he, yes, she was acting so saintly and punishing mm-hmm. him for so long, and then. So the evidence he's been given that she did the same thing right. was why now yeah. he wants nothing to do with it. Also, right. there he had witnessed the flirtation between her and and the security Morris Chestnuts. But what? But what he nothing. said to her? What? Was, there was nothing. No, you know what? What show are you You're watching? You're the one who said there was. You know what? Yeah. Yes, but there, it was never acted on, and you can't get yes, angry but, but now, if it's never acted on. Right, but now he brings it back. That, now he thinks it, it could have yeah. been. You, yeah. you know there's this they, baby, this like mysterious baby. So I don't know. And yeah, just, Hayden said the one thing he had already been curious about, so he was right there to, to believe exactly. it because he had witnessed a little flirtation, and then having and then somebody she said say, she saw having it happen. somebody say, yeah, that, that oh, she saw the, them get know, together, yeah. But what he said to her, it doesn't matter. It was still... It was, it was awful. Horrendous. It was so cold. Yeah. It was horrible. Very cold. Poor little thing in and that bed. Yeah, oh. she just laid there. That was so sad. And listened. Oh, my God. Poor woman is probably so traumatized. If she didn't need to be committed before, she certainly does now. She was already traumatized enough. Right. I know. And then, she is holding her own, though. Yeah. I'll give it to her. She's learning how to work the system very quickly. I would have yeah. committed suicide on day two of being haunted. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Or you would have just let them take you. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. fine. Yeah, whatever. Seriously. <laughs> Why bother? Well, we'll yeah, to go from living that keep peachy keen life in I mean, Boston, then you move to L.A. and all of a sudden... Well, I don't think life, life in Boston was, was that peachy, peachy keen. Obviously, it had <laughs> your, your husband having an affair is peachy keen compared, compared to what they've dealt yeah. with right. in Los Angeles. That's, That's why I true. think Violet is such a creepy, weird person for after being terrorized wanting to like live in the house because she's in love with tate i don't care it's weird right violet she can can be in love with tate from conspicuously absent violet this week is turning into a real creep yes Um, and i do have like a small we'll we'll talk about that in predictions Mm -hmm. since since we didn't really have anything to recap for her this week but so we do see you know ben like we talked about he's gone through these temptations this week and then finally at the end he's you know, he's gone and spoken and, and given this horrible, horrific, cruel speech to Vivian and then comes home and is starting to, to piece some things together, um, realizing that maybe she isn't the liar that he thinks that she is and, and not delusional like he thinks she is. Um, and because well, he sees the suit, right? He finds like the suit and he has that final moment. Well, he looked he wa- for it. Oh, OK, well. Yes. He still and found it. He searched for it. But yes, he did find it. Because it should have been thrown away for what he exactly. knew. Right. But for it to be somewhere in the house means that someone did something with mm-hmm. it. Right. Um, and so then he has his final moment with Moira, really his final test. He's, he's fired Moira. He's told her to get out of here when he when he rebuffs her with the with the, the Black, Black Dahlia. Um, and she's come back and and she's still trying to tempt him again and still on her thing. With the, Isn't this what all men want? Because that's yeah. what her... 
her purpose and her continued exis- existence is to do this to men. That's what she's here for. Right. To taunt she them to the rest them of and their life. To, she seduces any man she comes across. Right. And right. it's it's really what she thinks but is the men's penance. But why is that penance. the purpose? It's, we've, we've it's her revenge. Before. It's her revenge on how, okay. why she died because she was forced into sex with Constance's husband right. and she was murdered because of that. So she is out to okay. to destroy men who come into this house who also replicate what the same man was because mm-hmm. Ben wasn't a saint when he came into the house to begin with. But so he... Finally, he's like, look, I'm not into this. I really want you to help me and explain this. And Moira, young Moira, turns to walk away and reveals herself as old Moira and says, congratulations. She says, congratulations. You're finally beginning to see things as they are. Which, Huge. So Ben the fact turning that a, he, a stone, a corner? Yeah. 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 Can, and can the I, fact that he didn't have, like, a larger reaction to it well, shocked I, me. I, I know. I'm like, all of a sudden she's old within one second. Like, well, who here's, are you? Here's the thing, <laughs> right? Realistically, if you're talking to some woman and she, like, walks away and she, like, turns into somebody else, I don't know that I would do much more than just kind of be like, like, I don't know what else I could I, really do in shock of the moment. probably a more physical you, reaction. Like, probably, I maybe would fall down. Yeah. Pee on yeah, myself. <laughs> Okay, let's hope that Wait, never happens. Wait, here's my here's my <laughs> let's hope here's my theory and and question. Okay, so when Moira was killed, she was that she was young Moira. Obviously, Correct. she was that age. So all the other ghosts do not age; they are as they died. So my question originally was, okay, well then why is she old to anyone? Right, because the women see her soul, so her soul is old. Was an old soul, and so finally. And men always see her as the, as sexy, the sexy, you know, thing. one because that's what they want to see. That's what she, she said. So finally, Ben changes. Is, saw her soul. Saw you know he 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 looked really, past it to yeah. get something else from her rather right. than sex. Right. But, yeah. do you, but do you think she's it was not just because, because of that, that or do you think Moira has the ability that's to I was be say. how she can wants she to be seen? It? I think she can control. I it. think we from an old interview with Ryan Murphy that we read that she sort of has control over it because there is okay. an episode where she's revealing herself to a woman as young Moira. Which we haven't seen yet. Which we haven't Ryan seen. Murphy okay, so then she that. controls. Yes. Okay, because that's what I was wondering. It. But I think it has more to do with the actual person than it does with her, her how she wants to, how she wants to be pre- okay. revealed. Yeah. But correct me if I'm wrong, haven't we seen scenes with Moira in the kitchen with Ben and Vivian. Yes. And when she's they speaking see them differently. To, exactly. So isn't it sort of open to interpretation um, with regards to whoever Moira is talking to? Because Ben sees her as the hot Alexandra Breckenridge and Vivian sees her as Frances Conroy. The hot Frances right. Conroy. It's actually right. sex right. goddess. Very sexy. <laughs> that milky eye. Yeah. Oh, um, us every time. <laughs> I think that, I do think that it's, there, it is something within the person who she's speaking to because, like we said, we've seen her in scenes with people who see her various ways. So it's not a physical visage that she's right. putting out. It's more like what they interpret right. her as. Okay. Um, that well, she tries to be all wise with Vivian and tells her what's good for the baby and blah, 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 blah. And they have like nice girl chats. But so I she's like old. that Moira tries to protect Vivian. And I like finally that she told her what was going on yeah. and like, get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Which, of course, she did, not in the way she'd like. Right. Right. Yeah. But, okay, so what does this mean? That finally Ben no longer sees Moira as a sex object anymore. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. So that he fired her and she's gone. I'm proud of him. Mm -hmm. Well, she's not gone. But where can she go? She can't. I think think that she will. Obviously, obviously she can't go. I think when she starts helping him and maybe giving him clues, he'll let her work there again because she's now an old woman who's not going to tempt him. Right, right. exactly. Well, what's going to happen we'll when he fires her and 
all she does is lurk. He'll be like, Kate, go home. No, I, I think he wants, first <laughs> of all, they left it back. at the door. I think, I think he that wants he's gonna, I think it'll her. pick up where yeah. he's going to try and talk yeah. to her immediately. He's going like, to say, hey, why are you old? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and How did this happen? Yeah. Number one. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, what and, else do you know? And second of all, he knows she knows stuff. So yes. he, and, and he's yeah. starting to catch on that something's going on. She's been there forever, of course. They're all wising up now. Both him and Vivian are really beginning to see things. They're cluing in, finally. Exactly. Um, Last thing I want to talk about, I mean, Vivian's story this week was really small and really not um, much. We not were talk- fulfilling. We talked about what her well. her interaction, I guess, with Ben. Really, though, they didn't interact. Mm. He just yelled. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then she does have her one other scene with Constance where she, you know, lets Constance in on the fact that she's going to pretend that this didn't happen or so she can get out. Now, my question to you guys is, do you... How wise do you think that was for her to let Constance in on that? Because do you think it suits Constance to have her stay there so she can get the baby? Do you think Constance will help her or not? I think so, because a woman who's committed and gives birth to anybody, even if you're in prison or if you're in a mental institution, they go directly to the state. Yeah, the baby becomes custody of the state. Exactly. It doesn't matter. It goes to the state. What? I, but if you have I, one I found, parent, I thought they do go to the father if they're, if they're so. married. <laughs> you know, I I obviously thought watching this that obviously Constance has ulterior motives and she wants to hijack the baby for herself. But I was reading this interesting article. It's I believe TV.com. Let me just read a little bit for you guys and see okay. if this makes sense. They're making the argument that Constance is actually maybe on Team Vivian. She does, I think she's a is. crazy old woman is. who loves babies. <laughs> so. They said, Constance returned this week and she was just as amazing as ever. Is it just me or is Constance slowly morphing into a heroine? They've been, there have been heavy implications that Constance is somehow involved in Vivian's pregnancy or at least knows exactly what's in her womb. But this week, when she learned Tate had fathered one of the twins, she seemed upset and angry with him. Maybe her creepy interest in Vivian's pregnancy exists simply because she does because she just really does like babies. She then later paid Vivian a visit at the institution, and Vivian seemed genuinely grateful, particularly when she opened up about her special her spectral rape, and Constance wholeheartedly believed her. It's still difficult to know what exactly Constance's goals are, but this episode went a long way in suggesting that she's just a weird lady with ultimately decent intentions. And wait, I want to add something on to what DJ said because I was talking to David about earlier and Billy yesterday. But on top of that, when Constance gave uh, Violet that chocolate cupcake, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like she was doing that to kill Violet so Violet would die in the house. Because she has that connection with Vivian, how much Vivian cared for her daughter within that moment, and she realized, and then she came back with the chocolate cake. So I'm wondering if she, the reason why Constance doesn't want that house to be destroyed is because she wants to be with her family. So I'm wondering if she was trying to, you know, kill Violet Mm -hmm. so that way Vivian wouldn't leave and they would have a connection off of what you just said. Hmm. I think, yeah, I think Constance likes Vivian. I think seems very (laughs) far-fetched. No, I, but I do think Constance likes Vivian. I think she has something in her that she was cheated on. She thought her, you know, her husband was trying to have sex with Moira as she walked in. So she has this this soft spot for Vivian. That's like she she was cheated on, and yeah, and she feels bad for her. I don't believe it in any way, shape, or form. So you think Constance is has ulterior motives? Of course, of course, she does. Now that she realized that she wants baby, she does want to get it right. She may want to get it right, but I I don't think that Constance is evil. I don't think because she's evil, I think that her 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 
ultimate terror at what Tate did signified that that was she had right. no part in she that plan and she that. didn't want to have yeah. a part in that plan mm-hmm. but it so, was at the end of of the day her fault if you think about it because no kid just does that on their own without being raised to be a psychopath well, so okay. what are your thoughts on the cho- <laughs> on the chocolate cake why was okay. that thrown into this storyline because didn't she want violet to get away from tate no, that was before that she even knew that the... Uh, yeah, this was the first episode. She just wanted... The second there, episode. Well, because the chocolate cake wouldn't have killed her. It would have made her violently yeah, sick. Vomit. Yeah, Because the girl didn't die bleeding. from it until she... But it wouldn't kill you. I don't it think that It doesn't because people used to take that um, to... Like, if they were sick, if you had food poisoning or something, you to get, get it out, out of your system. system. People used to self induce it. Like, t- yeah. you know... Because so that girl who, the girl who ate it was like, I just need to go to the hospital, and then... The axe is what killed that girl. Right, right, right. And I, I do remember reading an interview from Ryan Murphy about that. That there was something about, um, it, it had something to do with Constance's feelings towards Vivian about having a child who she loved that Vivian doesn't have anymore. Right. And she was like bitter about that, and that's why she was trying to do something to Violet. That was the gist of what Ryan Murphy had said. So there is a a lot of Constance's motives are aimed t- at Vivian. Vivian is the mm-hmm. reason she's doing things. Um, I mean, I... Maybe she thought Violet was being an evil little child, and she likes Vivian, <laughs> and she was just trying to be mean to Violet. <laughs> I don't think so. I think, I think she her, likes Vivian. No, I, I I honestly feel that she has no good feelings towards Vivian. No, I think she has good feelings towards Vivian. I just think we'll she see. has a lot... We'll see, ladies. Who's always right about this show. Oh, don't get oh. so snug. <laughs> Not you got always. one thing I was right. right. Two things. Two things. I was, I was right, right about, about Tate. Tate. You were right about and Tate the being man. the rubber man, but I was right about Tate being her baby. All right. Constance's baby. Do we need to talk about Vampire Diaries and the Archangel Angel Michael? Because yes, we should. Bring that we should bring that up. We're not talking about <laughs> Vampire bring that up. Diaries on All the right. show. So. And this baby is like the coming of the apocalypse. Right. Mm. Oh, yeah. They brought in that right. whole Pope storyline. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. Is we can only trust Billy Dean as far as we can throw her. Right, she could be full of shit. She's like some yeah, crazy woman. I don't like woman. her. I die for her. She's. I the, like her the, a lot, but I don't know that anything she says can actually be believed. She's the batshit crazy. She said she has a lifetime pilot yeah. that's going to come out. It's like a spirit baby. I believe her. This thing cannot be like a good. normal. Nothing good's right. going to come of this. It's very reminiscent of Twilight for me. Really <laughs> <laughs> different. What? Yeah, it's a no. ha- half vampire, half human. This is half ghost, half human. Okay. Veto. And, and I'm sorry, wait. I have, okay. is, is there, is there any truth to that um, Pope Pope's box? tier room? Who yes. the okay. hell knows? There is, is there truth. really? Yes. Ryan Murphy, uh, the interview we have with Ryan Murphy, he talks about it. Okay. Um, Creepy. But okay. I, you guys weren't here last week when we did our show the night before Thanksgiving, and I had made the production when off piggybacking off of yours, mm-hmm. where I had said that what I have a feeling that this is going to come down to is there's one evil baby in Vivian and there's one good baby. Right. And the it is going gonna to be... they're going to fight each other? I, have, I really think that's like where this is going to go. Oh. That one is the key to stopping the other. Oh my god. That's like my... That's my thing. But anyway. I like that. That's some Cain and I like that a lot. I know. Ish. I want to talk about... I want to ask you some questions about Hayden before we jump to commercial because this episode was really heavy on Hayden and I'm really surprised that Hayden has become as central to this story as she has. I know. Because she... It didn't seem it would go this way in the beginning. And she was very, you know, she was still back in Chicago. She wasn't... Boston. Right. Or Boston, excuse me. She wasn't that... It didn't seem like she would become as central as she has. Yeah. 
Um, but it really seems like she's becoming like a key figure, a focal point in of this in this plot. show in this story. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Like, are you how, what are you feeling on Hayden? Because she's so separated from all the other mystery that it's it's like it's interesting to me that she's becoming so important. Well, it's just I love that Hayden is being introduced more as like a as a focal point for the story because I think it does add to the craziness that's going on because she has this whole other storyline with Ben. I just don't understand what her motives are and what she thinks is going to actually happen. Right. Like, I, what do you think? Like, Ben's going to fall in love with you? He knows no. well, she's you're dead. He freaking buried you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she's... He thinks that she, like, played a trick on him. He doesn't, uh, right. he doesn't is, know what to think. Whatever, that's insane. Which is insane. <laughs> which is I insane. Think, I, yeah, I don't know what he's <laughs> yeah. doing. Like, that was insane. So I'm just going to throw that one out there. Most of this is a little crazy. Yeah. But I think, a lot of it is crazy. I mean, she waltzed into that kitchen so casually. Right. Like, I don't she know knew. how. She knew she was going to fake, like, uh, I'm alive now. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Well, because at that point, she was going to And Ben was already about to be in trouble. Why would she be like, no, you're dead? Right. And she needed to get him off. Because at that point she still thought she had some chance yeah. of being yeah. with him, so she's like, I can't let him be pinned for me being and go to jail murdered. and right. yeah. be in this house. But I think that they're okay. All the other ghosts in the house are all they like know what's going on. They know how it works. They all have different motives and different agendas. I think that Hayden is like going to shake things up. Like as I said, how she just tells it how it is, and she just gets mad in a second or does this. And I think she's going to maybe discover things or be the new one that's kind of going to uncover secrets because she's like the she knows about of the ghost. She knows that who's dead and who's not. She's mm-hmm. playing both sides and she wants to find out information and she's psycho. So <laughs> and she's it's an understatement. <laughs> yeah. I like that she's just so outwardly psycho. Like Yeah. I never, know where Con- I never know where Constance stands. You know, Tate does demonic things, but he like I think he really does love Violet. So like people, I'm sort of wishy washy on. Hayden is the only constant that I can count on for some hardcore crazy bitch behavior. Right. Um. And Jesus Christ, Kate Mara brings it. Like yeah. every episode, Great. she just blows me away mm-hmm. with her incredible acting and how she just taps into her that. Incredible. Have we inner checked in on Kate Mara lately? Remember oh, we were talking about Kate last time? Mental evaluations for Kate Mara. Weekly. Anyone check on that? No, no, no. there. Okay. Nothing yet. Kate Mara. All right, well, let's jump to commercial. When we come back, we're going to um, talk about some of the true history of the Black Dahlia. We have some fan mail that was sent in to read, and we have an interview with Ryan Murphy. So we will be right back. After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then, I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzzTV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after shows from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? All right. Welcome back. So, 
we received today at our at our AfterBuzz uh, email address some a, a, a letter from a fan with some questions that they wanted us to talk about. So I'm going to read this, and then we'll we'll discuss the questions that our friend Mark from Rhode Island had. So he says, "Hi, Billy and David, and anybody else hosting tonight." Would be you. Uh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if you might discuss something for me on tonight's show. I'd love to call in and bring it up myself, but I'm working and we'll have to catch the podcast later. So we know Moira's main goal as a spirit is to get her body dug up so that she can finally be free. However, I've been wondering something since the Rubberman episode, and I'm now even more curious after seeing Spooky Little Girl. In Rubberman, we saw Chad and Patrick were murdered in the house, but officially it was declared a murder-suicide. That leads me to believe that they were not buried in the backyard, but were instead buried somewhere away from the house. How then are they stuck there like Moira? In Spooky Little Girl, likewise, this week we saw that the girl in the beginning, the aspiring actress Dahlia Victim, was also killed in the house, but her corpse was moved off the land. And so was Constance's boyfriends. Yet both are still in the house. One could also assume that Tate, Nora, Charles, etc. all must have been buried somewhere else outside of the house as well. All are still ghosts in that house. So why does Moira think anything will be different for her should someone discover her corpse? Or is she just wanting it to be found so that Constance will pay for what she's done? Thanks in advance, Mark from Rhode Island. First of all, Mark... Smart because I never, never would have like that. I never oh. keyed that in that she's the only one who's actually buried there besides Hayden. Besides I read Hayden. this and was like, oh. <laughs> well, I <laughs> think <laughs> I do think it's something that they had revealed in the show that all they all you need to do is actually die on the property. Like when they had the prospective buyer in the house, they wanted the body. They taken wanted away the body so wouldn't taken away die so wouldn't die in the house, and when Constance wanted to get Addie Addie's to body the to yeah. the house. But so it stands I, the question, we th- we see that Moira is so keyed into everything that's gone on here. She's been there forever. Right. She clearly is aware, so why would Moira think that that's what Well, I think it's her? like... Or does she think that is, it's getting her, her justice is well, what will allow her to move on? All of those Ugh. people that he mentioned are not necessarily stuck in the house. First of all, the Black Dahlia just walked in, so she hasn't been there the whole time. She's been waltzing around God knows where. The gay couple. Um, the gay couple come and go as they please. No, they don't. No, they, they don't. don't they said in the, the Halloween episode that they, they remember they all had to come back Halloween morning and they were all the ghosts are walking back. I, I, I know that, was one, but, but there, it's not like they ever show them right, in and, the basement. And or, Hayden or, explained that last week, I think, when she was talking to Nora, that they can make themselves appear and, and disappear as they want. And I think it's just, right. I think okay. the reason we don't see them is because they can't get them to all come back every week, yeah. the creators of the okay. show. Cause, <laughs> cause, but what but, about Nora? Nora walked in... But she was still in the property. They can't leave the property, which includes the yard. Moira, we first saw her in the yard. Yeah. So they see, they make themselves that, visible. I'm not convinced that all those people are stuck there. I'm con- My theory is that if you die on the property, then you are a ghost that is alive wandering around. If you're buried on the property, then you cannot leave the property. That's what I was basically saying, but not so eloquently. Have we not seen (laughs) scenes of Patrick and... I'm sorry, what's the other name? Chad. Patrick and Chad fighting like in a kitchen like i thought they had their that own was, house no that no, was that, that was house they that's a flashback when they lived ben in and vivian house. renovated that the house as well when they moved in okay so they that, just choose to show kitchen. themselves whenever they want they exactly they, they're invisible and they exist on that property do they have to eat no they're dead 
Yes. They don't have to eat. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just, they can be stabbed the and woken world back up. Uses me. <laughs> Both need to eat. <laughs> they have. I'm just making that decision right now, Ryan. They both need to eat. They order Let's takeout. No, they I eat just, bologna sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> but it does. Oh. <laughs> that's what keeps them. So. Was that a ringer? Zero. Okay. It does. It yeah. does oh, make yeah. a. I mean, I think more of it plays to what Moira wants to have done. And, and we did hear, I don't remember which episode it was, it was a couple of weeks ago, when somebody talked about, I think it was the first time we saw Billy Dean, and she talked about the reason why some ghosts don't move on, and it is because there's still something they have to do. They're spirits that are unfinished at unrest. They have unfinished business. business. And Moira's unfinished business appears to be having justice for her murder. Exactly. And she wants her body dug up so that some finally somebody will pay for what happened to her. She wants Constance to get caught. to be brought to justice. And right. I think that that is what she will then need to transition. Right. Okay. And if you want to look at it like that, with the unfinished business, which does make sense, um, Nora wants her baby back. Mm-hmm. Um, Tate has mommy issues, but he also doesn't know he's dead. Yeah. The Black Dahlia can't wake up from her dreams. Wait, what Hayden, about the couple? Um... They were murdered. They were that murdered. That was a murder-suicide. Right. But it wasn't. Not really. They right. were well, murdered they by somebody it. else. Right. But they never finished their relationship and their... Oh, they never. They have unresolved issues. With right. each other. And, and who, Hayden has unresolved issues with Ben. I think it's just spirits oh. who don't pass in peace yeah. are presumed to be left to finish their peace until they can transition. I think right. that's okay. the, the so idea. So until you get closure. And you, you, yeah. You Which I think is a, is a theme that's been sort of replicated in a lot of ghost stories. Right, ghosts, I mean... Ghosts sometimes you, remain present because there's something they didn't get to finish when they before alive. they died, and they or their death was something that they want to to get justice for because right. it's being posed I mean, as something Jennifer else. Jennifer Love Hewitt had a whole series based on that. <laughs> yes. And now, and if Jennifer Love Hewitt did it, it's true. <laughs> and and Billy Dean can do it too. Right on Don't Lifetime. Pretend like you guys never watched that show. Ghost I Whisper? didn't watch Ghost I yes. would never watch that. I didn't either. Sorry. Sorry. Shame on every single one of you. All right. Oh, apparently, Jesse watched it. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Should we're we gonna just jump into news and gossip. Yeah. We're gonna jump to news and gossip with Jesse in the booth. All right, so Entertainment Weekly had an interview with Ryan Murphy once again. Let's go back to last week. Did you always plan on tape being Rubberman? Ryan said, yes, we did. I think the thing about it, even from the first episode and the first therapy session, there was always a certain thing to his character that led you to believe him. People in some weird way are pissed that he's the Rubberman, like the fact that he raped Violet's mother makes him a bad guy. (laughs) To which I'm responding, well, what about the high school massacre? (laughs) To Evan's great credit and the credit of the writers, I think Evan's done an amazingly difficult job making a monster sympathetic. We had the great monologue by one of the high school girls early in the season where she says the devil is beautiful. So if you look back, we really have put those teasers in there. I'm thrilled people are pissed about that choice. It's a very difficult thing for Violet because of course she will find out the truth. Tate is the true monster of the show, but because Evan has made him so likable and lovable and complex, I think people are torn. 
Yeah. Totally torn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny, though, that this is what has made them more torn. Like, he I know, brutally yeah. murdered okay. people, and they're like, oh, he's cute. And now yeah, he, like, rapes. Nice he's our <laughs> man. Like, no, what? He's no. Yeah. Like, that's so because weird. Because it just it threw everybody off, I think. And nope. it was just such it a surprise. Off me off you, except for the lovely children. Hey, Hello. And you. I wasn't with you guys, but I knew it was okay. <laughs> All along. He just has a nice demeanor about him. Well, he's he just seems well, wounded when he's and tragic. He just seems really lost, exactly. and he's so clueless. He just like is a wandering little like. So, okay, we get it. it yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Just he doesn't like know he murdered all those people. Like, that, obviously, it's not it's not okay, but, like... Right, he is yeah, clueless he, he still to that. that out there. He still did it. Right. All right, so Ben, at the end, seemed to wonder if Vivian was actually telling the truth. When will they all discover that Tate is the rubber man? Ryan said, if they do, and I'm not going to say if they do, it will be the end. <sighs> Next, they asked the end. Uh, yeah. ambiguous. Of the season, of the, yeah, of the series, of this, yeah. yeah, of life, of their life. Yeah. <laughs> Very well, could be yeah. that too. Next, they asked the question we've all been asking: Is it medically possible to have twins with two different fathers? <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, it is. We looked it up. It's literally like a satanic Mori Povich episode. Povich episode come to life. We researched it. It's a medical anomaly, and. Semi-identical twins. Semi-identical twins. <laughs> haha. Or polar twins. Ooh. Oh, is that the street lingo? Which is the actual... <laughs> it, it's act, They're actually called polar twins. Hmm. Not yeah. demon fetus babies? Not demon fetus babies. <laughs> okay. Not polar twins. The scientific term. That's weird. That's weird. Sydney and I like throwing around that term quite often. <laughs> yeah. Awkward. Okay. Well, so Billy Dean gave a discussion of the Antichrist and the end of days. Does this mean the finale, the final finale is apocalyptic? That's an interesting point. My response to that is wait till the last episode. <laughs> of course. Of what? Also, of the season? Of the show? Of life. Of, okay. Of their life? Who says that what Billy Dean says is true? Just because oh. Dilly Peen has an opinion. D- Dilly, Dilly, Dilly Peen. Peen. <laughs> wow. Doesn't mean it's accurate. <laughs> Is that written or was that a Freudian slip? Freudian slip. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about baby demon apocalyptic peen up in here. Did you say apocalyptic? Okay. He said apocalyptic peen. I, I yeah. heard apocalyptic peen. Well, wait. So speaking of wait, 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 wait. Let him finish. Let him. Finish. Speaking of peen, is it true about the Pope's box? Yes, I always have been obsessed with it. As an Irish Catholic boy, I was told that story in grade school by a nun. When I first saw Seven, and when Brad says, what's in the box, what's in the box, that's the first thing I thought of because I wanted to know, hey, what's in the box? I think that sort of antichrist baby demon is such a part of horror mythology that we definitely wanted to explore it. But just because we explore it doesn't mean it's true. But it really has... Right. There's there's tears in both Sydney and Stephanie's eyes. I want everyone out there to know. Well, that I'm really immature. So hard. I, I saw my dilly peen. Was like just I'm too sorry much. if someone says like poo or peen, like I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> oh, that was really okay, good. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Uh, but it really has incited much like Tate being Rubberman a strong reaction. We have four more to go, and it is very zigzaggy and plotty, and I think it will go to unexpected places. But just because she says that, take a breath. 
So now that we've heard from Tim. You guys are doing like creepy <laughs> sign language over there. No, we're doing anything. math because he says. Oh. No, we're doing math. <laughs> no, no, no. Because Ryan Talk Murphy said, I, I'll, next to I My Will. Ryan Murphy says that there's four more episodes left, but we know that there's only three because they're doing the finale as a two hour special. Yeah. Okay. But they cut it down to 90 minutes. Did you guys see that? Yeah, I did see that. That's it's not. Really it's an hour and a half and not two hours. Yeah, it's really That's upsetting. so rude. Yeah. It needs to right? fit in a time slot. And they want you, you to, to buy the DVD so you can know, watch right? the extra half hour. <laughs> I do fit in a time slot. <laughs> yep. There's All right, time. Dilly Peen, are we done over there? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thanks for reading the news and gossip, Dilly Peen. Yeah, thanks, Dilly. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> What? Are we? I mean, do you want to hear the rest of it? Oh. <laughs> we thought you were done. All right, I'll be done. We'll read the Rex for next I week. Don't, I don't want we'll to We'll read the done. Rex for next week. <laughs> we don't right, have a lot look. of time, and we need to jump into yeah, predictions Yeah, let's get anyway. into predictions. Thank you, Dilly. Thanks. Thanks, Peen. <laughs> and now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. I had to take over Oh, my God. I know, scary. I saw. I did a good job, And though. I was so mad. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, I want to let... Steal my thunder. I want to let David... Oh, in, my prediction. He has a good prediction that he threw at me. Okay. Okay. And Jesse also has thrown this at Jesse me. Jesse had well. the same prediction, but he got his from an outside source. And mine came to me from your brain. It from just, my brain. Because you're just so stem. smart and intuitive. <laughs> from my brain stem. When I was bored yesterday. <laughs> um, that Violet is, in fact, part of the deceased. Right. Which is I read why that online. And I don't read online. Okay, I'm just right. saying, you're probably right if a lot of people are hinting at that. Well, we did discuss this. Okay, so I came to Billy with it that I think Violet is dead. When he like walked in, I was like, Violet's dead! And he was like, yeah, they're discussing it online. And the fact that there is such outroar about, oh, she has to be dead, she has to be dead, they're probably going to throw us for a loop and she's not, she's not going dead. to be dead. But she tried to commit suicide. We she don't did. know if she on more up. than one occasion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, why do you think she's dead though? Because she overdosed one, and then he moved her into the basement before she awoke. Tate oh, moved yeah. her into the basement before she woke up, and that's now when she's able to see everybody. And now she can see all the other dead people. So it would stand right. to reason that she could have actually died, and, right? And Tate yeah. made her believe that he was waking her up, even right. though she was already a ghost, and that's what he was waking up. So Tate knows everything; he just only doesn't, doesn't understand know that he's dead. his. He and existence. he knows about all the other right. spirits living in the house, which is how he, and he, he knows wants how to help to, Nora. Yeah. And he knows about Hayden, and like he knows. Yeah. So he knows thinks, how it works. He's able to summon them when right, he needs right. them, and all of so that. So yeah. he thinks he's being a good Samaritan, and he's he has not even a clue, the faintest clue who, about who knows what's really going on. I have no idea because this week. Constance was talking to him, there's someone finally in this house who might be able to help you. Right, right. right. So I don't know if he thinks that, that, like... I think she wants... I think she was mad at him because she was saying, okay, there's finally somebody in this house to help you. She wants Ben to make him realize he's dead. Well, yeah, to wake him up, to bring him to accept what has happened. Right. Yeah. But going back to to the Violet... Guests and the and the thing that's been talked about. Entertainment Weekly ran a, actually they ran a poll on it today, asking people if they think that she's dead or not because there, there's so many people talking about this. Um, and we were talking about it. And I do when Jesse Jesse actually brought it to my attention yesterday. We talked about it a little, and I thought about it more and more as I watched this week's episode. And I started to think about the timeline, and I feel like I need to go back and watch the yeah. episode because in that same episode she did leave the house and go to Constance's. And I don't know oh, yeah. in what order all of that it happened. All right. happened. So, so we need to keep a log. Right. <laughs> I, I feel like I need to keep a log. But there's so many. There's so much evidence. She hasn't been in school for two weeks. They've right. called and she hasn't been in school. We o- we've only seen her within the confines of the she house. 
wasn't even in this episode. She was locked in her room. Yeah. So is Constance's house considered on the property? No. No. So that's why, next door. Which is why I'm wondering which if she was why. there, it, when did it happen? If she if but she why overdosed. Is Constance. Constance isn't dead. Constance goes is alive. Yeah. She's living. <laughs> Only her children are dead. Constance yeah. Constance, that's why she's old. Right. Constance oh. is aware okay, of what can happen in the house, and she knows about it, and that's why she brings her kids there when oh, they're on the brink of death. Okay, okay, okay. So that that's why she wants the house back because she wants immortality for herself right. and for everybody who she right. loves. That's okay. why she wants that house back, mm-hmm. and what she's trying to get Larry to I do for her. Guess I was her. just confused because she was the same age when she killed Moira that she is. No, now. no, they aged her. They, they used like yeah. Benjamin Button, like a hundred thousand dollars worth of Benjamin Button at computer okay. FX. She to looked age her the same to me. <laughs> what? See, I, I made the same claim. I said, she was it exactly just me? I said that the last time I hosted with you guys. I said. Was it just me, or did she just have like maybe more makeup on, or she just looked a little? Rewatch more it because Rewatch I thought she looked it. like a lot younger. She they looked, like they pulled her. They did a lot with her face. Uh, they go did. back and look okay, at that. So scene. she was forty okay. when she killed okay. Moira. She's sixty. That's now. what I was confused about. I was like, I, yeah. I thought she was the same age. No, and- no, she's she's still alive, but it does. And we, as we were discussing this further before we came in, um, and I was what? thinking about that. Just the last thing is that if maybe she died and was actually brought back and she's sort of a medium at this point and that's why she can see right. the ghost because yeah. she did cross over but was pulled back and is still living Ooh, which I think might be thought. a way that, to explain yeah. it that yeah. people won't see coming I like that okay well hopefully next week we'll have more clarity on the whole Violet situation yes, because I, I say so. she's dead but I'm just really eager to see if they're gonna throw gonna a curveball no at us I know alright well thank you guys for tuning in from everybody here at After Buzz thank you for watching if you love what we're doing tell your friends bring them along we need. We love all of you guys subscribe on yeah. iTunes Subscribe on iTunes. Yes. Follow us on Twitter. We all tweet each other. It's a fun show to watch um, online. And thank you to all the fans who write really nice comments on the iTunes um, subscription yeah. section. That really yes. means a lot to yeah. us. And, and who are writing enjoy. emails. If you have questions yeah. and you can't call in when we're live, email us, tweet us. We will talk about them on air like we did today with Mark from Rhode Island. So Info at AfterBuzzTV.com. Yes. There we go. All right. Have a great night. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzzTV. Buzz you later. Demon fetus baby. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.